What's up, waves, and welcome back to Anime Lane, the podcast where we take you down Yellow Brick Road of Anime and have a look at everything it has to offer. As always, I'm your host, Revel Notorious, and joining me once again today are Sean. Hello. And Melina. Hi. You guys are on, because we're recording this remotely, which I think is the first ever episode for all three of us that we're doing it mm-hmm. like this. Um, I, I almost got confused, because Sean's normally to my right and Melina to my left, but on Discord... <laughs> It's the, the other way around. Sean to my left, Molly's <laughs> on my right, and I got very, very confused. I, I was like, "Have I fucked up the intro?" Nah, nah. I also feel yeah. like I should slow down the intro at some point because I just can autopilot blaze through that quite quickly now. At this point, it's, I it's say that's progress. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if if I can set a record for how fast. I mean, just do faster. Every episode is faster until yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. only intelligible. The podcast where we take down the Albert Grove anime and have a look at everything it has to offer out. <laughs> at this rate, in about three years' time, it'll just be a slight scream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just did anything. Do you see you do it again? <laughs> <laughs> on today's weird and wacky fucking episode, this was originally meant to be like an experimental thing where. Uh, <laughs> Rather than mm-hmm. just talking about a movie, we're kind of going to look at the, you know, kind of production aspect of it because, you know, much like movies, anime can have stories and, and stuff on the behind the scenes. Some of it's mm-hmm. very interesting. And I guess at this point I should segue into introducing what we're talking about, which is <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, my detested, my loathed, my arch nemesis, Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within. Um, if I could do a good wah wah, I would have done it there, but unfortunately, I cannot. <laughs> I don't want to use the soundboard in an episode. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, the the interesting thing about this is that it like is one of three Final Fantasy movies that exist, and it's the oh, only God. one y- you would think. But they did this one, so yeah, know. that's fair enough. <laughs> And it was this whole thing of, like, it began production before the release of Final Fantasy VII, and it didn't come out until the release of, like, Final Fantasy X. I think it came out within, like, a week Mm. of that. Um, But it also had to contend with then coming out after Star Wars, uh, Phantom Menace, two years after. Yeah. Um, So it was this very ambitious project at the time that then <laughs> evolved into sure when it comes out it, for its era of 2001 it is very impressive visually yeah like i will mm-hmm. say that within like the first the first scene anyway where she's like having that dream i remember thinking i was very impressed yeah because for like for 2001 that is like very good cg yeah some of the cinematography is still very strong it just kind of <laughs> falls apart <laughs> yeah, yeah, just kind of yeah. Falls apart. yeah. <laughs> just apart. There was an end to that sentence, but you know, you don't really need one. No, there's just yeah. <laughs> um, so I I was like, yeah, this could be an interesting thing to look into because I I had like a brief read of the the Wikipedia page one night for some mm-hmm. fucking reason. Yeah, it's one of those nights, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know. Sometimes I want to know. On like five different Wikipedia articles, yeah. like some nights. I think I I remembered it existed, and then you know there I am, 
it's 2 a.m i'm reading about this and it sounds very interesting and then you i begin the research process and it's all just the same three or four bits of information that appear on the wikipedia page that i could find within articles because i think despite the relative oddity that this film is in the grand scheme of movies and anime uh no one's done like a big retrospective investigative look at its production which is what a lot of you know when you hear about films being a shit show behind the scenes it it comes from these you know kind of big interviews that are done later on blah 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 yeah the weird thing is is that even after the release of the film um Hironobu Sakaguchi the director who also created Final Fantasy and directed the first five video games was still happy with it Mm. and I have numerous questions about how yeah I have I have problems with that he said he wouldn't change anything well I I feel like you know when people say a project is never truly done? Yeah. Even if you think nothing sh- should be changed, that should be from a mentality of, I'm so done with this, I want to get <laughs> yeah, it over exactly. with. Like, Not from a, it's perfect, I wouldn't change a thing. Because I've never had a project where I look back and be like, I wouldn't change a single thing. Oh no, yeah, yeah, there's like, always I, something. I yeah. feel like in this situation, I can't believe I'm saying this, you need to take a page from George Lucas's <laughs> mentioning this because we mentioned Star Wars earlier. Mm. But with projects like this, this has to be one of those movies where you look back and go, oh, I do so many different things now. Yeah, and I don't know if some of it is purely in the fact that Hironobu Sakaguchi, I'm just going to call him Sak- Sakaguchi from now on, is mm. Japanese. But most of the production staff and most of the cast, all of the cast, are American. And it was all, you know, produced in Hawaii. Mm. Mm. So I don't know if there's an element of... To call it lost in translation would be weird, I think. Yeah, Yeah. that's the phrase I was thinking of, but I was also thinking that might not be completely accurate. Yeah. I do, like, in its pacing, I would say it has more of what we've seen in anime we've seen, like, a slower pacing, uh-huh. where yeah. sometimes it can feel like just one elongated act two. Yeah, and this movie is... suffers from that a yeah, lot. <laughs> so maybe it's just, you know, different cultural standards for the way mm. we pace and structure our films. That maybe. is typically true. I believe um japan has a five act structure that goes back to like um i'm gonna fuck it up in my recollection of this i believe it's kabuki plays or it's those kind of plays yeah yeah where Mm -hmm. there are different there's different um story setup payoff and you know general structure and stuff like that so some of that could you know come from that but at the same time this very much just does have like a very large and bloated middle act it really does yeah because they kind of what i know is like to start talking about plot ish in the beginning they're like oh she's on the planet people are dying and then she goes back and he's in fact i'm like i don't know these people i don't care about these people why are you like i don't care if this guy dies <laughs> like <laughs> only just saw his face for the first time just before he gets put on that operating table i think I yeah because so, yeah, he's in a helmet up until that yeah. point 
Yeah, so we've got no... I mean, you can have, like, characters like that where you have an attachment, but, like, not in this movie. No, like, we have known them for him, Alec Baldwin's character. We'll get to the cast. <laughs> so, we'll get there. Um, we've known him for a solid five minutes at no, no, like, He is actively dying. I'm like, okay. <laughs> we don't... We don't even realise he's going to be the love interest at this point. It no. Also simultaneously tries to set up that they have a past too quickly and too abruptly. You're I right, yeah. they have a they past. Meet. I completely forgot about that. Because <laughs> as soon as she's like, oh, you know, I have clearance to be here or whatever. I don't need to be scanned, bro. Well, no, no, no. before that, when she's like first kind of captured by ah, him, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, she's like, well, I'm allowed to be here. And he's like, I think the fuck not because I know you. <laughs> and it's like, sure, let's cool. go with this, okay. I guess. What, what a dynamic. Huh? It's just, they just throw you in there like, you care. I'm like, no, I no, don't. I don't. <laughs> no, I, no, I don't. She must get the plans. I'm like, she seems kind of ir irresponsible if you ask me. Like, I don't know why the fuck she wants this plant. I also think this is another interesting, like, conflict for this movie in that it, it attempts to go, okay, so you should care about whoever character or you should care about this thing, but you're just kind of reeling and getting over the fact that you've heard, like, maybe four or five recognisable voices <laughs> in, in a Final yeah. Fantasy movie. Yeah. You know, you've Which... just heard Alec Baldwin, uh, Ving Rhames, Steve Buscemi, and some other woman. <laughs> Ming Na Wen, I think, is no, the main okay, character. So no, no, Ming Na Wen other... is um, the, the main girl, but yeah. In, yeah. in the squad that she is arrested by, there's Alec Baldwin, uh... Ving Rhames, yeah, yeah. Steve Buscemi, and a, a woman called Perry Gilpin, who yeah. is not the same caliber as rest of this no cast. she's very no much to her a very like i'm looking at the cast list right now i'm seeing all like the faces here and she very much stands out As... she's in between ving ving uh rames ving so rames sorry. yeah i have said and... it like three times <laughs> i know you know i'm terrible at remembering names and james woods and she's just like sitting there right in the middle of the cast and i'm just like who who are you because it is like this massive. Well, ma I say massive. It's it's a Hollywood cast. Yeah, um, I think so. And Perry Gilpin. I'll be honest. Even when I look at her filmography, I don't know anything. Mm. I don't know her from anything. I should say, like, I don't recognize. Like, I'm. I haven't seen the things she's been in. Mm -hmm. Um. It seems she's. May I I would go so far looking at her her filmography to maybe call her a character actor. Yeah, that's what I'm getting like right mm. now. Um, she does look kind of like uh, kind of like the one from the X Files. A little bit. I don't know the X Files well enough uh, to have any comment. I think I know what you mean, but it's also I know they're called Mulder and Scully, but I could not tell you which one is Mulder and which one is Scully. I think, I'm, I'm sure that like we've had this conversation before. I'm pretty sure the, fe oh the female agent is Scully. I haven't seen X Files, but I, I would have just just from the sound of it, I would have said the opposite. But I do not know anything. Yeah, yeah. 
it's apparently a good show and i do like that kind of thing so i i've been meaning to get to it but it's so long yeah it's very much an episodic 90s show yeah um anyway anyway we're getting we're going off topic because we don't want to talk about this movie no where yeah. do we where do we start <laughs> I, I want to talk about some strategies they have for these ghost phantoms where they're like, okay, they can go through walls. I'm like, okay, why are you running away from them? That's a good fucking <laughs> question. Yeah, yeah. Like, like if I face the monster that can go through walls, I'm like, well, there's nothing I can do, really, yeah, is there? Yeah, I'm fucked in that scenario. But yeah, it's, it's like... have, like, some sort of way of repelling them? They don't really explain it well. No, no. they're like... We have these guns that distract them and the beacons. I'm like, yeah, they don't seem to be working very well, though. And they seem for yeah. something you just introduced. As well? like a new New York has a shield, which the stupid guy then disables, and he's like, oh, we'll be fine until everyone gets killed. I love that. <laughs> that is one of the moments that we've all, all of us, have pointed out. As mm. like, what the fuck did you expect? This fucking guy. The, okay, I want to talk James about is, the villain. Just this James Woods character. By the I want to talk yeah. about. I want to talk about the villain because I I hate this villain just so much. They, he's they present so him stupid. Yes, he's so fucking stupid. How is he the general of the army? How did he get there? <laughs> it's the letter code. Everyone looks at him. The only way I can sort of rationalize it. He's so fucking stupid. Uh, yeah. His He's main like, plan is... Sorry, I keep cutting you guys off. His main plan... <laughs> You're is, ranting, it's fine. <laughs> his main plan is, like, in the middle of the movie, is to open the barrier to let the phantoms in. He opens the barrier, and then he goes, oh my god, I've let the phantoms in. Why did I do that? No, and then he disappears for half an hour. Middle point of this is, I'm a blow up the aliens. Yeah. <laughs> that is step one of his master plan. I was like, well, of course, yes. Let's well, yeah, blow up nah. the aliens. It's like, should we not try to figure out what they are? It's like, nah, let's fucking nuke them. Why, why bother? Research who? Nah. Why ask questions when pew pew? Uh, call it Zeus as well. I was like, well, that's, you know, I don't want to say that's a bit of a boring name. I feel like you could have done better, like space laser or some shit. I think, you know, interestingly, I was going to say that's maybe a reference to the games, but now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think Zeus has appeared as anything in a Final Fantasy game when they're, they kind of use that, those kind of names yeah. for summons. Uh, so Odin mm -hmm. is kind of one of the big ones um, that feature throughout the game. So I would have, it would have made more sense to call it Odin, <laughs> in my opinion. Just to mm. have it as a little reference, I would say. Yeah. But at the same time, I, I guess this was originally how I was going to open the episode. How familiar are both of you with like Final Fantasy prior to seeing this movie? <laughs> I, I kind of I can gauge roughly. I like I know roughly the answer to these questions, but I need to ask it for the sake of the podcast. Sean, do you want to go first? I feel like your answer is going to be way shorter than mine. So. I don't know jack shit, but in my head, if you tell me Final Fantasy, what my mental picture was of that was Mortal Kombat. <laughs> so that's all. Huh. I, that's I don't not know how. What I, I know. No. <laughs> I know because I, I watched the different games, but I've never seen 
anything from Final Fantasy. And I just, in my head, I was like, probably similar because I'd never heard anything about gameplay or what's it like, what's about, never. So in my head, I was just scrambling to find something. And as soon as we started watching the movie, because I watched it with my boyfriend, mm-hmm. I paused it like 10 minutes in. It's like, I have to admit that this is very different from what I thought this is going to be. <laughs> to be honest, I will say this is a terrible like intro to Final Fantasy. I was going to say, we'll circle back to that as a, as a thing. So Sean, your experience. Okay, so I haven't played much Final Fantasy. <laughs> the only game I've played is the 7 remake, which was about a year ago now. Jesus yeah, Christ. it was. Jesus. <laughs> But like I, I I know about my Final Fantasy because just of the and online spaces mm-hmm. I've been in that you just sort of learn enough through like osmosis. Yeah. So I know a bit about Final. I don't know like enough to really tell you the stories that much. I mean that's that's fair uh, in a sense. I guess I couldn't really do the same. Okay, that Even though mean... in, in the room I'm probably the one. Well, I'm not yeah. probably. I am the one most familiar with it. I've played. Yeah. Uh, I've played 7, 10, haven't finished 10, uh, 13, I didn't finish 13 either because 13 is <laughs> I know, 13. I know, I know enough to know 13 is shit. <laughs> I am currently addicted to 14, I've played 15 and got the platinum trophy for that one and I own most of the games at this point in some capacity, I have 8 uh, and 9 as well. Um, and, and I, again, know a lot about the different games through cultural osmosis, because I think if you're part of the anime community, Final Fantasy kind of comes as like a little side, you know, yeah. thing mm-hmm. of it. Um, so the overall thing here is that this is just not Final <laughs> Fantasy. From what I'm aware of Final Fantasy, this is not bas- like anything to do with no. Final Fantasy. So after, after 6... Uh, six, seven, eight, all had like a kind of steampunk sci-fi. Like sort a... of, I want to just like sort of just get this out there. Every entry in the series is in a different world, isn't it? Yes, uh-huh. um, unless we're talking about the direct sequels, like yeah. ten to thirteen to, because that's how numbers work, I guess. But <laughs> seven Crisis Core. Yes, there's also the uh, yeah, there's the um compilation of um things which is like where they decide that one title is deserving of all these different spin-offs and 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 things so seven has crisis core dirge of cerberus the advent children movie a bunch of books and manga and then Mm. 15 they started to do that with before it even come out it came out and then they swiftly gave up on it because not many people (laughs) liked 15 even though i very much Love it. <laughs> Basically, um, rule of thumb, every numbered entry is a different universe. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, like, after... With 6, 7, and 8, they kind of moved away from, like, hard fantasy, so to speak, where it was, you know, you are <laughs> the warrior of light who is going to, you know... Uh, repair the crystals and, and you know restore the kingdom and defeat the the overarching evil um, more general high fantasy yeah yeah more general high fantasy that was what made final fantasy final fantasy the inclusion of crystals 
some kind of warrior of light, a, a four to five person party, or three in the case of I think it was the second game for some reason. Sure. Um, and then with seven, with six, I should say, being one of the later SNES titles, they kind of started to experiment with that. And then seven being the big flagship PS1 title, they kind of moved into adding other genre elements into it. And so a lot of them feature kind of steampunk esque yeah, um, influences. I can sort of chime in here with like, because what I played, again, the seven remake, which is like, really the first act of seven yes. from what i'm aware of <laughs> uh that one's a lot more cyberpunk-ish it's still got fantasy elements mm -hmm. but it's got a cyberpunk sort of aesthetic steampunk. around it I, I don't know i wouldn't call it steampunk no remakes a little different but i'd still say it airs more towards steampunk than it does cyberpunk mm. um, i'm not sure anyway 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 going on with something um my point being that like even <laughs> as a you know they went on and incorporated more sci-fi elements this is just pure sci-fi there is no fantasy to this i would say mm -hmm. no because even Correct, the, yeah. the sort of spirits are explained to be aliens yes so it kind of takes this mm -hmm. whole idea of like oh there's some kind of spiritual connection here and then it just throws that out the fucking window <laughs> Oh, later yeah. and they make a hybrid alien i don't know how the film ends oh, i don't yeah. get the ending i don't get it it's hard for no. me to understand the plot it just kind of ended because as i as it was ending i was like no 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 no! i don't know what's happening here i need to understand something please for the love of god as i think at nope. the point where they're in like a car <laughs> after you know james woods has uh let the aliens in and they're trying... james woods i'm sorry i want to just make it out of the fucking dialogue in this movie because it is hilarious it is the most predictable <laughs> funny yeah amazing stuff like there were so many lines where it's like she's gonna say yep there you go that's exactly it my one of my favorites being the bad guy saying what have I done? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Because it's so... I had the revenge of the Seth Anakin. <laughs> what have I done? But the best one is when one of the guys gets hurt after they crash the car and he's like stabbed somewhere with oh, something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then, Are you okay? Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> that <is> it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ouch because it wasn't such manly like clearly not in pain mm -hmm. voice that it was just ouch like, that's it that's i want to scream in terror but that's but i don't want to sound like a girl <laughs> that's that's one interesting thing i think that of this movie is that what i initially thought was that the actors all motion captured this and voice acted it you know kind of mm -hmm. how you expect these sort of things to be done now yeah um no did they do it separately because if separately. so you could you could fucking tell they, it yeah. wasn't they even like different fucking wavelengths emotion wise <laughs> yeah and it's uh entirely different people who motion captured all of the acting oh that is a shame so yeah, yeah the uh the whole dialogue is just very bad voice direction yeah because there were times where you could tell two characters were interacting and you were like you're not responding to their tone 
You're just I, responding to their lines. I brought this up to Sean. I was like, at some point, Steve Buscemi doesn't feel like he's really in the movie. He feels like various different clips of Steve Buscemi cut up and inserted. Um, yeah. Yeah, they did his voice with AI. Yeah. <laughs> so they just gave him a long list of lines. They're like, go ahead. We'll just press record. And like, he just uh, goes, oh, no. It'll be like Elder Scrolls like Oblivion where they gave his lines alphabetically and just sort oh, of yeah. put them all together for the scene. Oh, uh, yeah. God. Yeah. I was and glad even when... sometimes they're like, I know CGI, it's difficult, even motion mm -hmm. capture. Emotion-wise, they were kind of all over the place, facial expression, which, yeah. you know, you can't fault them for, but there were times where it was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I I think the facial expressions were all done by the animators as mm. well. So I don't think those were um, mo-capped. I, I believe that was all. That would make sense because I didn't really get the, the idea that like the faces were mo-capped. Mo yeah. Especially in this era. Yeah, that wouldn't really happen until a bit later. And I also mm. think like they, they took a weird approach to this where like they... they mo-capped it but they also then had the animators go in and occasionally do some animation themselves where they just didn't feel it worked out right which makes everything just feel really disjointed i guess yeah, yeah they, like generally i felt like most characters walked with like a heaviness to them yeah they really kind of dragged mm. as they're I don't know, you know, I was like, maybe it's just a space thing. <laughs> that was my first thing. Maybe some gravity shit. I don't fucking know. That would know. be a good explanation if they, if they weren't that. Yeah, if they weren't on Earth. Yeah. To me, the best way to describe this whole experience was just several cutscenes from a game squished together. Yes, yeah. very much so. It's just because you're watching it and you're waiting to turn to like whoever you are as a character and I'm, I'm like I want to see some stupid ass looking guy <laughs> like, so I'm like some customized pink arm I'm like show it to me <laughs> show me the green or blue dyed hair exactly yeah. yeah it does kind of feel like there's you know massive sections of gameplay that you just aren't getting to experience as a viewer yeah yeah I will, I will say there were large sections of this where the only thought I could have was like, I feel like I'm watching a PS2 cutscene and I really just want to get to the gameplay. I I think <laughs> I'd say maybe early PS3 era. Yeah, I, I was thinking like late PS2, but... Mm. I still feel like uh, PS2 is defined by not quite getting the human form. Mm, it depends on the game. I mean, have you seen Final Fantasy X? Yeah, but that was also early PS2. It was 2001. Yeah, and the PS2 was only out for a year at that point. Very true. I wouldn't say 12 improved much, though. Mm, I haven't seen enough of 12. Um, yeah, it's it's an odd one. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very messy movie in, in many regards. Yeah. yeah. Just from, like, basic yeah. decision-making, like, you have Final Fantasy, which at mm -hmm. this point had now 10 games at the point of this fucking thing coming out. <laughs> and at this point, 10 was the only one that didn't have Nobuo Matsu, the series composer, working on his own 
up until that point he had done every single game he was the sole composer mm. why the fuck didn't he compose this movie because it just sounds yeah. so bland it is another point that i had have to make it's especially in the beginning sequence where mm. we do not give a shit about anyone they make a quick reference to ooh these two might have dated most romantic music ever plays i'm like no you can't <laughs> you can't attempt no, no, to no, make no. me care cuz i still don't fucking care and then when he he's like dying they're like tense music i'm like no you can't just try to make me feel tense because i don't care if this guy dies <laughs> like i know filmmaking techniques no but you can't just push it in and hope it works because you haven't established anything my god <laughs> i will say it's been about two weeks since i watched this and i cannot remember a single fucking like piece of music from this i just remember it was all too generic as well yeah a lot of generic um <laughs> orchestral stuff you know, just that Hollywood, mm. lots of strings. Mm. Uh, Did it end with a sort of pop song? Or am I making that oh, up? Oh, yes, this Did. is the thing. So there are two songs in the credits. Um, Can I just talk about how, like, it, it did a very similar ending to the Doom movie? Where, like, they're <laughs> on, like, that, like, left, right, at, like, before the credits go, and it's, like, a bright light. Yeah, that's true. Right. I couldn't avoid that comparison when I watched it, and I almost screamed. <laughs> um, the final song that plays at the end of the, the film is uh, The Dream Within, which is sung by Lara Fabian, who I don't... I, I don't know. I yeah, don't that's know. not a familiar name to me. Uh, but to me, it, it kind of is the same vibe as 13 having... Who was it that sang that? She was like the X Factor winner, I think. Um, oh, I, I'm, I'm not gonna I have know. no idea. I'm gonna quickly look it up. Is it not? It's not Susan Boyle, is it? No, no, no. no. <laughs> uh, that be a twist? That would be so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd ask that. Um, Leona Lewis. Ah, just yeah. you know, she sings the opening song in the English version for some reason. Can't say I would have expected that. No, good for her. Yeah, good for good her. Good for her. Uh, then you have the other song that shows up after that one ends, which is by the Japanese bands. Uh, whose name I'm hmm. not entirely sure how to pronounce because I think it's half French. So it's I uh, love it when that happens. Uh, mm -hmm. Larkin Ciel, I'll uh, uh, I'll link it, it in the chat so that yeah, I am... we can have all have a nice attempt. <laughs> yes, I really like this oh. band. Um, they are very good. the The song they picked for this is is not <laughs> <laughs> fair. Fair. <Yeah>. Point. <laughs> like it's it's fine. It's not their best mm -hmm. work. Um, they're very beloved in the anime community for having done some pretty banging openings. Um, there was a banging tunes. Yes, this um, was actually, I think, right before they kind of hit it big. So, damn. you know, I guess... Uh, playing to the wrong audience, though, in some capacity, considering this came out in America first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of really odd decisions, like all, it being a primarily... English driven Hollywood production in that mm. sense where yeah. you have a mm. Japanese director 
who wrote the original script. It was then rewritten by two American guys, and then all the actors, they are big Hollywood. Well, yeah. I guess some of them were... Migna Wen was kind of about to hit it big, and Alec Baldwin mm-hmm. kind of... This was right around his weird transition period of his era, his nineties movies to the comedy stuff he would do a bit later. Uh, yeah, this mm-hmm. is this is right around the time when he was in the greatest movie of all time, Thomas the Tank Engine and the Magic Railroad. Oh god, that's right. Oh, god. <laughs> they came out the same year, I think. Yeah. His press tours must have been hilarious. <laughs> the, oh, which oh, one is this sci fi? I genuinely believe he was loving every second of it. Magic Railroad <laughs> came out a year before this. Oh. <laughs> so he came to set. Everyone's like, how you been? I was like, I just finished this great no, movie. In, in full conductor outfit. He would have been recording dialogue for this before uh, Magic Ro- Railroad would have went into production and he would have oh, had to do like both concurrently for a bit. That's amazing. <laughs> I guess I just imagine they... the same in studio. It's just okay. Uh, we finished our lines for this one. Can you just? Uh, we're gonna transition to Thomas the Tank. Oh wait, engine. no, no, yep. no! Thomas the Tank is live action. He was actually yeah. legitimately really? in that movie. Like, that's oh what I'm saying. God. He's in a conductor outfit. I thought he was movie. just really, you know, no, method acting no, his voice no, role. No, no, he's in that movie. He's in that movie. I grew up with that he movie. is known for method acting, especially current days can we not go into that let's not talk about that <laughs> we're not going into that we're not just because we mentioned them doesn't mean we have to go into yeah, that that's a messy situation we're not, not today not today not no, today not let's let it day. rust a little bit yeah <laughs> let's talk about the religious undertones of the spirits within. <laughs> <laughs> okay hold on i'm gonna transition this into something completely different for a second can someone please explain to me what makes one of the eight spirits that they need because they they don't really explain what specific spirits they need to like get power the device luck is what i assume because <laughs> like it's, it's, it's the MacGuffins, it's the the MacGuffins of the movie and they don't explain yes. it no they Correct. just uh, do not care from what no. i if i try to explain it best is things have vibes, let's combine these massive vibes to then opposite those vibes, and that will just eradicate the bad vibes. This is not good storytelling. <laughs> like, the, the seventh spirit is the one that, like, ming Wen's character has. Yeah, uh, it was within her all along. I'm sorry, I no, almost... She's the final spirit, her. isn't she? No, they said one of the phantoms is the final spirit, oh, and it right, was the yeah, bit of yeah. phantom within her. Oh, that's when they go I fucking screw That's oh, when they go into Jesus. The, oh. Yeah, that's when they go into the, the planet and they go to Gaia. Which, God? You know, question mark. Let's just, you know, <laughs> yeah. not make the whole environmentalism thing over, you know, bearing or anything by calling it literally no. Gaia. Yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, Final Fantasy VII did it way better. Yes, the, the yeah, it came out a it, probably the same year this went into production, and, and huh. it, it, it done the whole environmental storytelling thing, yeah. environmentalism storytelling perfect thing framework. far better, the and it was like a, a small mm. a small part of that game. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it was good enough because I remember it. Yeah, <laughs> but like in, in the con, because you've played remake, I've 
I've played a chunk of the original game and that section of the game is just like the first eight hours and it's mm. still better than what this movie did. Yeah, agreed. Uh, it's just the the monsters were so overpowered, but kind of it, like nothing happened because you know when you have expendable yeah, characters. Yeah, there we go. That's it. Someone's finally said it. Nothing happened. Nothing <laughs> happened. Like they go to the planet, they're being followed, but we're like, oh, you know, we know all these people except for this guy. Guess who's gonna die? The guy that we yeah. don't fucking know. And I that's when we first learn, oh, it can go through ships. I'm like, well, how, if it just needs to go waft through a ship yeah. and kill everyone, why don't they fucking do it? Because <laughs> they exactly. can't. <laughs> I love that part in the movie where, like, it's, they're with, like, a group of, like, other guys who are, like, oh, this is where they get turned on. Yeah, they get turned on by, like, the guys loyal to... <laughs> they get... Excuse me? They don't get turned <laughs> on, they get turned on. You're saying the same thing. Tomato, tomato. No one had to make it weird. Anyway, like, they're being... I think I watched a different version or something. <laughs> they're being betrayed by the, the people loyal to the general. Yes. Mm -hmm. But then a giant phantom monster comes in. And Doctor Strange is that bitch. Yeah, he, he Doctor yeah. Strange is the one or two guys there that are the bad guys, leaving the good guys completely unharmed for no fucking reason. Which, let's point out, just two to deal with a group of five? Mm. Who the fuck decided this that? The general is not fucking smart. <laughs> We've been over this. He's Look, so... He Fucking stupid. <laughs> he watched on his little map. He was like, oh, there's one coming right toward us. I'm like, on this map, it's going through the halls. Why the <laughs> fuck is it following wait, the hall? If wait, it can wait, just... No, no, no. It's, it's going through, um, like, pipes of, like, hmm. bio... But why? They don't have to. Apparently they can channel them into there. What does that do? But they don't need to. No, I don't get it either. What's the plus of doing that compared to not? Apparently they tried to put them in there because they thought that the spirits couldn't survive in there. They were fucking wrong. This movie just baffles me. It could have been, been a plot where, like, the human characters don't, like, they don't know what they're doing, and they could have all they don't. Yeah. Because <laughs> they make it clear, it's like, we don't understand what they are, and it's like, oh, they're ghosts, actually. I'm like, you've been killing ghosts, though. <laughs> like You've been calling them phantoms, and you didn't yeah. know they were fucking ghosts. <laughs> yeah. It's like they were? Like, they see them, and they're like, let's call them a phantom. It's like, well, what if they actually are? What are you talking about? No, they, no, no, what, no, like, that's ridiculous. You're that's being gonna, ridiculous. To look and act like phantoms so much that we called them phantoms would be phantoms. Fucking stupid. But that's Could kind of phantom. the whole point of the scene where, like, they're talking in the the boardroom thing with a kind mm -hmm. of, I don't know, characters that never fucking show up again in the rest yeah. of the movie. Correct. And they're kind of like, oh no, that would be ridiculous if the things we called phantoms were actually phantoms. <laughs> wouldn't that just be insane looks to the camera yeah and then you know the whole scientist is like well you know 
maybe the Earth's not that, and they're like, you're being absolutely ridiculous. Now let's kill the phantoms that aren't phantoms, okay, everyone? Let's send the giant fucking laser. But wait, no, I am part phantom. It's like, don't care. So you're dead. No, you're not dead. <laughs> we also need to talk about the fact that this film has space stations. Yeah. And we never, it, it just never really addresses that fact. No. Why would it they? It was very confusing. I'm going to be honest. For a while, I thought they were on the space station for like a vast majority of it. Yeah. It was only later that I realized, oh, they're still on Earth. They're, they're in New New York. Yeah, where they, yeah. The, where which has old New York in the, the yeah, but they're not called New New York. They're called New York. <laughs> I've just been saying New New York to make it clear. I, I New New York. But they still specify old New York. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. I, I they they throw it in thing. there in the beginning. It's like we are old New York. I'm like, there's a new one. Yeah, <laughs> they have another At that new point, one. Just call it York. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I'm gonna be honest. That's what I was saying. It's such a small thing, but I hate that they call it Old New York because that <laughs> sets me off. They could have just gone with the old city. Like that yeah. would have been fine. Abandoned New York, destroyed yeah. New York, whatever you want to call it. Don't call it Old New York because that just sounds <laughs> stupid. Rude. Good old New York. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, it so is just crisis settings. <laughs> Anything. They might run into problems with actual Crisis, the game, because the second one takes place in New York. I don't uh, care. <laughs> I don't think uh, the movie cares. Uh this has been an interesting conversation about the. This is a. It wasn't an interesting movie. That's no. the thing. Like weirdly enough, it felt even though the pacing was horrible, it felt to go by pretty fast. There, it wasn't okay, horribly we dragging. About this like yesterday, we I I'm starting to think you might be wired wrong <laughs> because you said the <laughs> same. Know this. Like, ah. You said the same thing about the B movie. Yes, <laughs> and this movie to me felt like it went on for fucking ever. Hey. Like it was boring. To a point where I would check gradually how I'm doing, like how far I'm in, mm -hmm. and I was never like, "Oh my god, I'm only this far." I was. Oh, I was. Really? I, I, yeah. I, at the end, I was bringing it up, and I'm like, "Oh my god, that was only ten minutes, and there's still another thirty to go." Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't. I checked at thirty. I'm like, "What well, makes sense?" You know, if there's literally no fucking act one, or it was maybe twenty fucking seconds at most. I suppose part. this is where <laughs> there was a part where only ten minutes have passed, and I genuinely said to myself, "I I thought thirty minutes had passed." <laughs> I I think I messaged Sean at, at like fifty minutes in and went, "I'm sorry, I feel like I've watched a whole a whole movie because they do cram in like a whole fucking movie's worth of stuff." Yeah, mm. she lands on Earth. She gets captured. No, she has this whole encounter with the Phantoms. She gets captured by the people who she's actually friends with. Turns out he's infected. They he, they detain him. I guess. No, wait, no. He dies. Doesn't die. She saves him. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Then there's this whole boardroom meeting thing, where we have the Albert Wesker looking motherfucker show up. And wait, before that uh, they have or after I don't remember, the scientists and. 
Aki is her name, Aki, right? Yeah. 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 Have a whole conversation, very 1984, like we must destroy our notes. Oh, <laughs> we must yeah. keep the information yeah. in our heads. They that's, will uh, prosecute us. That's Donald Sutherland's <laughs> character that tells her to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And like legit as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, so okay, environmental is bad. People that believe in God, bad. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> what are you aiming for? It's like it's, he just throws away this whole book of notes. I'm like, he could have just hit it. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, like you know, it seems like there've been nooks and crannies. You could just kind of chuck it. <laughs> you know, there's no, there's easier. nobody outside. You can bury it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but then the phantoms might get it. Oh, the, yeah, the phantoms are just going to I don't think the, the phantoms can read. Yeah, they're going to just pick up the notes and put on their phantom glasses. And just be like, <laughs> hmm, yes, uh, I see. Look at all this evidence. Spirits, you say? Hmm. Mm, yeah. Yeah, it me. Yeah. Look, maybe the fact that it went fast for me is because I had another just full-on giggle fit in the middle about something completely unrelated that then took over. What did you? What, what yeah, I want to know. I, what what was it last time again? Oh, it was something like Barry get the car. Yeah, yeah. And then it just time? turned to Mokodotive get the locomotive and shit like that. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, that was creative. <laughs> no, we we were watching it. I think what was the name of the film again? Oh, it was the Pro firefighter Promere. one? Yeah, Promere. Yeah, Promere. Yeah, it was Promere. You're right. And it just turned into, we'd be silent for a second. Mike, look, get the bicycle. Van, <laughs> get the van. Yeah. Also, and I don't know why. You, you also called um, D and Vampire Hunter D, Dungo. <laughs> Dungo. 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 He, he deserved that name. Come on. <laughs> I'm not naming someone a fucking letter. <laughs> <laughs> To get so back on track. <laughs> yeah. For this movie, my giggle moment was, I don't know where this came from, but every word with a B, I replaced with the word penis. Why? <laughs> what? That's, 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 We're talking Lena, about I need you to be. <laughs> where did penis come from? She's, she's talking to her boyfriend. Yeah. My boyfriend. Hmm? Oh. <laughs> I don't think he knows. I don't think he knows. No, Manuel is uh, making an off-screen cameo. Yeah, like Beepus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a Okay, this is getting stranger. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> and that was uh, Millions' boyfriend, Manuel, making his. Second I appearance in Anime Lane. <laughs> I knew we'd get him here back soon, but I just didn't realize it'd be in this form. Unfortunately, the, the origin of the term penis has not been discovered. It's, it's, it's lost media now. I, I just, I need to confirm here. Penis as in penis with a B? Yes. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Why? Just as anything would happen, it sometimes would be, oh no, the penis. <laughs> and it, it's just something so stupid that it just starts cracking you up at the thought of it. 
I mean, I'm laughing at it right I now, mean, but yeah, I also, it's kind of funny. It's also but... I think you're fucking insane. Yeah. <laughs> Just imagine watching that fucking movie and someone's next to you is like, well, would you have a look at that penis right there? Penis. <laughs> Oh, I'm now going off the, the belief that you just sort of cracked halfway through this movie. Probably, that's why it went so fast. Yeah. Look, this time, I mean, also during Promare, I just pause it, looked at my friend, do you need to have a little giggle time? <laughs> or can we continue? Sounds like you need a little giggle time. But yeah, that's, uh, oh god, I, I never want to see this movie again. <laughs> unless I'm either high or drunk. <laughs> That sounded so real. <laughs> that sounded so real in that moment. Look, I just I'd never want to left watch this fucking movie again. Unless uh, I find Oh my god. I always think I'm overreacting when I say stuff like that. And then I hear someone else say it and I'm like, I feel so Absolutely. seen. <laughs> I have now seen this movie yeah. twice. I just need to put that fact out there. This was my I would second have, viewing. I would have viewed this high or drunk just to see whether maybe you're missing some I spirit. should have. I should have, but I had to do it sober so I could discuss it coherently. It would be better if you just showed up and was like, I don't know if I'm imagining this. But we're <laughs> to, give a, to give a look behind the scene, just thinking of this movie is causing me to drink. I'm currently drinking alcohol as we're <laughs> This is a much later <laughs> recording session than we usually do. It's, it's, it's very much evening and not fucking 11 in the morning. Like we yeah, that's loud every 11. Sort of specify as well. And this is also my first drink. <laughs> I am not drinking. Uh, I felt like this conversation needed to be you know, sober. I didn't care. <laughs> Oh, let me check when I first watched I care this. for every other episode, not to act like I'm unprofessional when it comes to these, because I very much am. It's just this movie. Mm. I watched this film originally nine years ago in 2014. Jesus! Uh, I don't know you why I've marked it as something I didn't. <laughs> oh. I'm very content never thinking about this movie again. Yeah, yeah. scores, everyone. <laughs> so before we before we go to scores, I I want to go through some interesting tidbits that I found. Ooh, um, okay. Facts. Yeah. So an interesting thing is that the film was rendered across 960 uh, workstations, so computers essentially. Mm. Um, <laughs> I feel like that's like a low number because I'm pretty sure mm. they made a big deal of Force Awakens. Um, Fuck, it's in the trailer. Millennium Falcon sequence being done on, like, a huge amount of PCs. Yeah, I kind of remember that. Yeah. Um, obviously, far more powerful PCs. Oh, yeah, because that was 2015. This this was 2001. Well, <laughs> it would have been... They built, they built the um, the studio in Hawaii in 96 or 7. Damn. Uh, so you're going back then. So this originally would have gone into production just after the first Toy Story came out. Damn. Um, <laughs> uh, rent, they all together rendered 141,964 frames. Damn. That's I a lot of frames. don't have a bar for comparison because there's a fluctuating number that goes around for Akira, which mm. is between 180,000 and like 210,000. And I don't 
I can't find veracity on any in particular mm. claim. Um, it <laughs> okay. <laughs> the budget was a uh, hundred thirty-seven million. hundred thirty-seven million dollars. How much do you think it made back as a rough guess? Not fucking enough. Yeah, definitely not a profit. No. I want to say like... about a half of that. Okay, so half I... of that being 137. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> You're making math now. <laughs> 60... 68.5, I think, roughly. Yeah. I would have said hmm. 75 max, so. 85.1 million. Oh. Yeah. For something that, you know, has... You have an initial audience because, you know, people like the games will go yeah, and see yeah. it. Yeah. And I maybe their marketing was just really shit because things like this tend to just be... We'll make some money, maybe not a lot, but we'll make some. Well, that's the interesting thing where... <laughs> uh, 30 million was spent on the marketing. Yeah, because... Budgets oh. like those tend to have a lot going into the marketing. Yeah, so 30 of that is the marketing. 45 million of it alone was just on the construction of the studio. That also makes sense. Because remember, this was one of the first <laughs> CG productions of its kind. They had to build all of that stuff from scratch. Um, it was built in Hawaii, and luckily, even though Square Pictures, which was founded to produce this is gone it was folded into the internal square enix company so they still mm -hmm. produce stuff there i think they still produce most of the cutscenes for the games there and stuff like that so the studio is still there it's still in use as far as i'm aware uh but yeah 45 million that's quite a oh construction <laughs> yeah <clears throat> um what was one of the other facts i wanted to mention oh yeah aki ross the uh the character played by Mingna Wen was intended or visualized as like a a digital celebrity so she would appear in other movies as like another character i guess that's oh my god so fucking stupid because i found an uncomfortable amount of articles Don't. that talked about her <laughs> and there I were an comfortable amount of magazine spreads you one, showed me one of these didn't you i think i may have but uh one that i didn't go looking for but i know exists was a bikini uh yeah that's what i was scared of when you said digital celebrity yes. like what kind yeah so they done a lot of, so at least some of the the marketing budget would have been spent on like i believe i'm not even going to pretend to know what magazine it's in i'm not going to say playboy because i know it wasn't playboy it's not that bad something to that caliber something to that caliber there was a massive section in it that was about aki and it had you know like bikini shots and stuff like that which i just i gotta raise the question <sighs> why but then i remember that I remember the internet exists. People will buy it. People will buy it. This was 
was also the turn of the century when everything was like, well, look at the, this is the future, guys. This is what's totally going to be normal in about five to ten years. That is what a lot of stuff that I could find about this movie talks about is like how good it looks, how this is the future of cinema or <laughs> people kind of, I think, as they do now, unfortunately, kind of deriding animation as like an actual art form as like an actual medium of cinema um so yeah that was some of the interesting stuff i found oh the the wachowskis um were showing this ahead of working on the animatrix huh really enough that makes sense yeah i don't really know what to do with that information but i am aware of it <laughs> it's just one of those things like okay yeah that's, oh, yeah. that's, that's a nice little tidbit oh, <laughs> um yep that's uh cool yeah fun facts of the day <laughs> yep um oh i should also mention i wanted to mention that donald sutherland's character dr sid is half a reference to a long-standing character in the final fantasy franchise um was half a reference because <laughs> in the games he's called sid with a c Oh, <laughs> and in the movie, he is said with an oh, S. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, well, we can't reference him directly. I'll just change the every, fucking letter. <laughs> every game has a character called Sid, and they're not the same person. Uh, so I don't just, know why yeah. they changed the spelling. No, it would have been such a nice knot to exactly. have the original. Yeah, 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 at that point, to oh go ahead. God. It's like Stan Lee in Marvel movies. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. that, that's that's that. That was spirits was in. Yes, yeah. it was, sadly. So scores. <sighs> Who wants to start? Final Fantasy one out of ten. <sighs> I'll be generous enough for one point five because its shitty dialogue made me laugh. <laughs> I wish it did that for me. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go two. Uh, so, two. <laughs> hold on, I got a justification. Uh, some of the dialogue is is unintentionally funny. Steve Buscemi starts sounding fucking funnier and funnier the more he doesn't sound like an actual real human being. Uh, and I I do respect the technical endeavor that this was and you know the resulting product being still relatively interesting to look at at the mm -hmm. very least it's it does not have a color palette but there are moments that are very visually nice yeah i guess that has some merit i'll give you that um there are some incredible shots in this film like any of the things that take place on the alien planet and aki's dreams always tend to have like a really nice artistic mm. look to them yeah um mm. and like i said i am a sucker for cg stuff as like anime productions go um this film sucks but i i, I respect <laughs> the, yeah. the the technical process put into this um so yeah two out of ten and i just feel bad for the team they were given a shit story and then they were told like oh yeah mocap do the mocap do yeah. the animation for it. Yeah. i'm like Waste of talent and time. Yes. Um, I don't think any of the... I don't think 
maybe some of the writers went on to do something interesting. I don't know. Um, mm -hmm. One of the writers wrote Apollo 13 for oh. Ron Howard. So, you Damn. know, they fell far. <laughs> uh, the other one, uh, he wrote I Robot in 2004, which, you know, I don't think was uh, highly regarded. That's the, mm. um... The Will Smith movie, The Will yeah. Smith movie, which is technically an adaption of Isaac Asimov's book. Yeah. In I a mean, sense. Technically, that book is like a compilation. Yeah, that's why I'm saying, like, technically. So, yeah. Um... <laughs> So yeah, the, the the writers aren't well known. <laughs> well, yeah, if you have, <clears throat> if you have mm. that like on your record, yes, <laughs> you know your people look up your IMDb because that's what people doing. They're like, oh, you wrote that. I mean, we have no, to it's take not that the, I didn't like it. It's just <laughs> we have to take the uh, you know the the what, what am I looking for here? We have to look at this at the lens of, like, this film's not long come out. IMDb technically yeah. doesn't exist yet. Mm -hmm. But your name's still attached to that. Yeah. <laughs> and they can look at the Writers Guild. <laughs> for it. Yeah. Assuming this was a union production. Yeah. I hope it was. I hope, I hope they get residuals it for this. It deserves to be. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> They're still getting their 10 cents every <laughs> so. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> this is uh other than um one of the writers who obviously done apollo 13 the other one this is the biggest credit on their <gasps> list oh I that guess, makes me actually sad i guess <laughs> i robot in a sense but to be fair no one actually remembers i robot no i only re remember i robot because it was one of the few movies that released on a VHS format that was HD. Oh yeah, that's true. Because that was a strange little era in his in home media history, which yeah, I won't go into. That's here. a whole other topic that we just do not have time to talk about right now. <laughs> no, but that's the only thing I know that movie for. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you very much for listening to this ep this weird fucking episode. Oh god, of anime I love, lane. I love episodes we go more feral yeah uh <laughs> this was an interesting experiment that fell flat in its face before we even recorded but we were still committed to actually recording it um kind of oh, committing awesome. to the best of content <laughs> yeah yeah this this movie was so worth it yeah oh we're we're coming to the end of this first season of anime lane um so look forward mm -hmm. to something special to to wrap up the the end of the season um, so yeah the, when i say the end of the season you're not going to notice any difference of either episode yeah. count or release schedule we're not going to break or anything it's just going to be like a nice For little way to mark like <laughs> one year and on a back like the background part of it uh it, maybe just a bit neater <laughs> yeah for me <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we'll we'll see you guys next time goodbye bye bye, bye.